Hey, this is Kyle Turner, the lead pastor of Hillsong, Kansas City. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that it inspires you, encourages you, and most importantly, helps you get closer to Jesus. Enjoy the message. Happy Mother's Day to all of you beautiful moms. We have one thing in common, all of us this year. We are all stay-at-home moms right now. And whether it would be figuratively, literally, or spiritually that you are a mom to somebody, we wanna just let you know that we are celebrating you today. We're celebrating how you love, how you give, how you serve, how you pray, how you believe God for somebody other than yourselves. And we want you to know today that we love you so much. And although we're not gathering and celebrating like we usually do this year, I'm so grateful that we can still celebrate and gather home to home and heart to heart. You know, this week I was reading the Word and there was a verse that really jumped out and really stood out to me. And I want to read that to you today. It's Psalms 90 verse 12. And it says this, Teach us to number our days, to live wisely, and to live well. My title for my message today is Defining Days, Disruptions, and Destiny. Defining Days, Disruptions, and Destinies. Would you go ahead and join me in prayer? Father, we come before you today. And Father, I thank you that you are so good. And Father, I lift up every mom, every home, every family right now. And Father, I thank you that you are going to work. I thank you for your peace, that it would rest on every heart today. And Father, I ask that as I speak, Lord, I pray that it would not be me. I pray that it would be you speaking through me to every heart. And Father, that you would do a transformative work, that you would bring radical life change in every single one of us and that you would move our lives, our hearts, our marriages, and our families forward. We love you so much and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on church, can I get a big amen? Amen. Well, it's so good to be with you today. You know, I'd like to say that I am living my best quarantine life. Like I've been trying to make the most of it, making some magic moments for my family, trying to enjoy the quality time. But honestly, I'm still craving some definition to my days. It's like everything is starting to run together. Accomplishing a project or a task, it has gotten really, really hard because my days, and I'm sure you can relate, they are filled with constant disruption. Changing diapers, feeding kids, the dog is barking, another Zoom call, juggling work. It feels like everything is happening all at once as I have been at home. And not only are my kids my big kids at home doing school, but I also am in the newborn phase of life. I have a newborn Goldie and my husband is home all the time. Have you ever had something that started out as a blessing, but it kind of ended up as a burden? Let's just say that quarantine quarrels are real. I have been looking for definition lately, but I found myself constantly juggling 
disruptions. Life is made up of defining days, some high and some low. I can remember the day that I held Kyle's hand for the first time. We were in San Diego walking through Balboa Park. I remember the day that I knew that I would marry him. The day that we walked down the aisle and we said our I do's. The day we found out we were going to be parents. The day that I became a mom for the first time. I also remember the day that I got the phone call that my father had just had a heart attack. And then a few days later, when we found out that he had gone home, he had passed away and he went to be with Jesus. Six weeks ago, had another amazing defining day as I held Goldie, our third baby, in my arms for the very first time. Life defining days. We're going to take a look at a life-defining day of a mother that we find in Scripture. I guess you could say that she really is a super mom because if her son was the Lord of Lords, I guess maybe she's the mom of all moms. I mean, we're talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. A life-defining day in her life where a disruption came that forever altered her destiny. If you would go with me to Luke 1, 26 through 39, we're going to pick up there. Luke 1, verse 26. It says, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning, you're beautiful with God's beauty. Beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant. You will give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called son of the highest, and he will rule forever. Wow. Can you imagine that? An angel shows up. The angel actually knows your name and then goes and starts talking to you and gives you news that begins to turn your plans upside down. Mary was an ordinary girl. She was engaged to the love of her life. She was planning a simple wedding, and now her life has been completely disrupted. I love that Gabriel went ahead and he told her up front, Mary, you have nothing to fear. He knew he had enough awareness to know that this was going to be hard for her to wrap her mind around, and that this could actually cause her to get into a fear frenzy. So he went ahead and he told her, I know that this is strange. I know that this is a disruption. I know that you're having to throw your to-do list and your calendar out the window. But hey, Mary, you have nothing to fear. See, write this down. Destiny is often disruptive. See, destiny never falls into our lap. It rarely is in step with our perfectly planned 
agenda. There are disruption. There are delayed plans. And it can cause us, if we're not careful, to fall into letting fear be the dictator of our decisions. We begin to operate out of fear instead of faith. And maybe today you're feeling that. Maybe right on your couch, you are feeling fear. I want to speak to somebody today that just like Gabriel came to Mary, God wants to speak to your heart. He wants to speak specifically to your situation. And he wants to say with your name in it, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. See, after Gabriel came, Mary had her first response. And her first response, it was actually a question. She was wanting some details for this disruption. Let's pick up in verse 34. It says, Mary said to the angel, but how? I have never been with a man. I think we can all relate this morning to Mary's response, but how? Have you ever asked God that? Have you ever had a question that you were afraid to ask God? I love that Mary was not afraid to ask the question, that her first response was actually a question and she said, but how? I think we can all relate to that. But how is all of this gonna work out? But how is that dream ever going to come to pass? But how will we overcome this obstacle? But how? And the angel then, Gabriel, he responded to her question. And do you know that God has a response to your questions? God has a response to the questions, to the specific questions for your world, for your situation, for what you are asking God. And so Gabriel came in with the response, with the promise that I believe that God is still speaking to every single one of us right now. Let's pick up in verse 35. It says, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called the Son of God. Did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son as old as she is? Everyone called her barren, and here she is, six months pregnant. Nothing that you see is impossible with God. See, you might want details. Maybe in the midst of this season, this quarantine season, in the midst of being disturbed, in the midst of the delay, in the midst of the disruption, just like Mary, you're saying, but how? You're wanting some details. And let me tell you, Gabriel didn't come with a ton of details for Mary, but he gave her the promise of all promises that caused her heart to rest assured that God's got this. He said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And I just want to say to you, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. He went on to say that the power of the highest, higher than your problem, higher than your worry, higher than your what ifs will hover over you. 
And it is going to be, I believe, it is going to be the power of God. It is going to be the power of the highest that is going to define your decisions and is going to define your days. And then it goes on to say that nothing is impossible with your God. I want to encourage you, do not underestimate his power. Do not underestimate his reach and do not underestimate his creative ability to go to work in your heart and in your life. Verse 38, Mary has a second response. Gabriel had come. Gabriel told her, hey, I don't have a lot of details, but I want you to know the Holy Spirit is with you. The Holy Spirit is hovering over you. And then after that, Mary responded back. And she said, verse 38, yes, I see it all now. I'm praying today that wherever you're watching from, I'm praying today that you will have a see it all now moment. You might not have all of the details figured out, but that you would see clearly the character of God, that you would see clearly the kindness of God, that your heart would be at rest, that you would be secure in how he is upholding you. She said, I see it all now. And then she goes on to say, I am the Lord's maid. I am ready to serve. Let it be with me just as you say. And then the angel, the angel left her. Grab hold of this. For every divine disruption, you have to make a decision. When disruption comes, and moms, we know this so well. When disruptions come, it's so easy. I don't know about you. My first response is to be annoyed. That's not what I wanted to deal with right now. It's easy to be annoyed. It's easy to get paralyzed in what should I do? What's the decision that I do need to make? To feel confused, to give in to exhaustion, or to let fear take over. I want to ask you today, what are the decisions that you need to make in the midst of this season of disruption? See, what are the decisions that you need to make? See, decisions determine destiny. So if you are going to move through these life-defining days that we are all in and overcome the disruptions and move to another level of destiny, your God-given destiny, the God-given purpose, the new opportunities, that new place of peace that God wants to bring your life to, then there are some decisions that you are going to have to make by faith. There's some decisions in your marriage today. There's some decisions with that child that you're dealing with and wondering, how do I parent this, this kiddo? There are some decisions that you need to get your feelings out of the way and you need to make that decision by faith. I love that Mary, here she was and she had that second response to Gabriel. She got this big disturbing news. And you can only imagine that she was wondering, is this real? Is this really happening to me right now? And she responded with these beautiful words, God, be it unto me according to your word, whatever you say, I want it. Mary didn't just say it with her words, but she followed through and she walked it out with her actions. 
Let's pick up in verse 39. It says this, Mary didn't waste a minute. Let's just stop there just for a moment. I love those words. Mary didn't waste a minute. She had a response. She said those words in faith. She made a decision based on faith, not the feelings of what in the world is going on. I'm about to get married and now you're telling me I'm gonna have the son of God. She said, no, I'm not gonna give in to how I feel, but I'm actually going to make a decision by faith. And she didn't waste a minute. She got up and traveled to a town in Judah in the hill country, straight to Zachariah's house. And she greeted her cousin, Elizabeth. She didn't waste a minute. You know, I wonder what God is asking of you. Just like we talked about that, that anytime there's a disruption, it requires a decision. And maybe some of the decisions that you're needing to make, maybe some of the decisions that you're having to make are decisions that you are not wanting to make. And maybe what God is asking of you, it might be a little bit awkward. Maybe you even feel a little uncertain about it. Maybe you're still asking those questions, God, but how? I wanna encourage somebody today to don't delay your obedience. She didn't waste a minute. When God spoke and he came back through Gabriel and he spoke to her heart and she responded, be it unto me. She didn't go back and think about it. She didn't go back and get a hundred opinions of what she should have done. She didn't go talk to all of her best friends. No, she didn't waste a minute. She didn't waste a minute for God's plan. She didn't waste a minute to get going with what God had for her because she knew she had a glimmer of something inside of her that her destiny was unfolding. That that she was born for such a time as this, that God had bigger plans for her than just planning some ordinary wedding, that there was something that leaped inside of her that said, you might not understand what's going on. You might have not picked the season that you're finding yourself. You might feel quarantined and all alone, but let me tell you this, God's got a bigger plan and God has an assignment for you. But you have to make that decision by faith, that you're not going to delay your obedience and write this down. You have to have a faith that follows through. If you want to move from life-defining days and you want to be the kind of person, the kind of mom, the kind of dad, the kind of follower of Christ, the kind of human that overcomes because you're called to overcome. You're not called for life to overcome you. You're called to overcome the problem that's right in front of you. And if you want to overcome those disruptions and move into places of destiny, some of you, you feel stuck. You feel stuck in life. You feel confused in life. You think what you did is going to forever to define you. And I wanna just tell you this, that by the grace of God, and because it's not about your perfection, it's about Jesus's perfection. It's because of what Jesus has already done for you. You don't have to stay stuck in fear anymore. You don't have to think that that mistake or that decision has to define your destiny. You just need to make a decision today to get back up and to not waste a minute and go after that glimmer of hope that's being sparked in your heart right 
now. You have to have a faith that follows through. People that move on and don't get stuck and they go on to birth that new thing that God is doing in their heart and in their life to birth that new thing that is growing on the inside of their heart and their mind and their soul, they choose to continue to make those decisions and to have a faith that's not just based upon feelings, to have a faith that's gonna follow through all the way to the end. Defining days, disruptions, and destiny. You know, as a mom, my greatest parenting moments with my kids have come out of disruptions. When I've had to throw my plans aside and lean into the moment, and not just lean into the moment, but stay in the moment until our hearts are connected and we get to the root of the situation that we're dealing with and the correction needed doesn't actually divide us, but actually brings our hearts closer and my kiddos character even stronger. See, as a mom, those are the times that I feel like I really get to capture their heart, that it's not in my perfect plan of how I think my day should go, that I actually are parenting my kids. It's no, in the moment. And I'm gonna tell you, that's how God parents us too. He is our father. He is God, our father. And he is still parenting us. And he doesn't just have this big picture, perfect plan that he's wanting us to be a picture perfect. And no, he meets us in the moment. And God wants to meet you in the moment in this season. God wants to parent you in the moment in this season. And as the stay at home order is slowly lifting, can we all just make a decision to lean into Jesus, to let him meet us in the moment, to let him parent us, to correct us, to challenge us, to let this moment bring us closer to him. Building our trust in who he is, strengthening our relationship with him, that we would really follow him, that we wouldn't waste a minute anymore allowing it to strengthen our character and our resolve for every plan and every purpose and every path that he has designed for us to take. See, we are living in defining days and the disruptions that you are experiencing, I believe this with all of my heart. Maybe the disruption in your marriage or the disruption in a relationship, maybe the disruption in your finances or in your home, or maybe you're just ready for life to go back to normal. I think we all are. And we even wonder how normal is it really going to go back? But I wanna tell you this, I believe that these disruptions, they don't have to take you off course that with a few crucial decisions, they will move you forward into new levels of destiny, that they're gonna move you forward into new levels of peace, into new places that God has been preparing for you. And as we have learned from this life-defining day of Mary, that destiny is often disruptive that every disruption is going to require us to make some decisions. And then we also learn that it's not okay just to make that one time decision, that we have to be people that have a faith that follows through. 
I believe that God wants you to follow through with something. I don't know what it is. I don't know the decisions that you need to make. I know the decisions that I need to make, that my family, that we need to make. But I just want to encourage you to make those decisions. And don't make those decisions based upon fear. Make those decisions based upon faith. And then allow that faith to have follow through in the highs and in the lows, in the the everyday moments and in the mountaintop moments. Have a faith that trusts God enough to follow through with the decisions that you have made. Because I do know this, that he has some incredible plans for you. I believe that he's wanting to move you forward. He's wanting to move the church forward. He's wanting to move your connect group forward. And he wants you to experience his goodness and his kindness in a brand new way because it's his goodness and his kindness that leads the world right back to who he really is. And isn't that what life is all about? Destiny is often disruptive. Disruptions require decisions. And we're going to be a people that have faith that follow through. Let me pray for you. Father, I come before you today and I lift up every single person that is watching this or will watch it. And Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would meet them right where they're at. I pray you would meet them in their home or meet them in their car, wherever they're at. God, I pray that destiny, Father, would get stirred up on the inside of them. Father, I pray that they would have clarity around every decision that they need to make in their world. And I pray over them that they're going to have a strong faith, a steadfast faith, a faith that will follow through all the way to the end. Father, I ask that you would do something new in every heart and every life, that any person that needs to experience your peace, your hope, God, maybe there's a need that you would meet their need in the most practical, tangible way, that they would know that you are real, that you are good, and that you see them and that you care. You know, before we go any further, maybe today has brought you all the way to this crossroad where you need to make a decision. Make that decision to really allow Jesus to be the Lord of your life, to forever surrendering your yesterday, to say, I want you to come in. I'm going to relinquish the control of my life, and I'm going to allow you to be my Lord, to direct my life, to restore my peace. You know, through Jesus, it's the greatest love that we'll ever know. He is not just there for our good days when we have it all together. It's not about our perfection. It's about the perfection that we already have in him. But you know what? We have to choose to humble out, to open up, to get vulnerable, and to allow him into our life. And I don't know where you're at today, but I believe for somebody, today is your day of decision. That today is the day that you're going to make the decision to give over the lordship of your life and to trust him with all that you are. He loves you so much. He's so for you. And he has amazing plans for your life. Would you all repeat this prayer after me? If you need to make that decision, Would you repeat this prayer to to invite Jesus into your heart and into your world? Would you repeat after me? Dear Heavenly Father, I give you my life. Jesus, 
I ask that you would be my Lord and my Savior. I surrender my past, my present, and my future. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your peace. And I choose to follow after you. Reveal your goodness to me in a way that would be meaningful to my heart and to my story. I give you my life today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are celebrating today. And if that's you and you made that decision for the first time and surrendered your heart to Jesus, we just want to tell you that we love you, that we are proud of you, and we want to connect with you because we believe that God has amazing plans in store for your life. Church, I love you so much. And once again, happy Mother's Day to all of you gorgeous moms. I can't wait until we're all back together again.